Hey, 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 welcome back to this week's episode of Viewer's Point, where I will still be giving my unwanted, unasked for, and unsolicited opinion on your favorite TV and movies. Let's go. Ooh, you know what? I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. Ooh, it's going to be a good episode, actually. We got some nice intro music in our blood. Let's get into it. Okay, so today, or this week, we will be covering a movie that really took over the 90s. I would, I believe so, because I, was, <laughs> I didn't live in the 90s, but I would say shaped a generation, or at least shaped the career of an actor in the generation, as well as brought an event that was talked about for years later back to life, thus creating a new generation of fanatics who continue to be captivated more than a hundred years after it's taken place. An Oscar-winning film, well, multiple Oscar-winning film, the film that everyone knows, the film that everyone cries over, and continues to be the breaking point for many women and men, the one, the only, maybe the greatest movie of all time, so people say, Titanic. Let's, let's... Let's give a round of applause. <laughs> or a drumming applause. Um, yeah, we're going to be covering Titanic. This is, I mean, come on. We, this is a 90s classic. This is, when you watch it, it's just, I mean, it takes you back to way farther than the 90s. But overall, in terms of a cinematic piece, it just, it screams 90s. Although, I will say, the green screens and the direction and the, and the uh, design behind it, does not scream 90s at all to be honest i see better work in this film than i do in shows that are coming or movies that are coming out in 2020 that use um cgi even though we're not in 2024 whatever so if you don't know which if you don't know you're have to be the one percent in the world that doesn't know about titanic uh titanic is james is is james cameron titanic is oh james cameron <laughs> It's an action. Can you tell I'm reading something? I I can't come up with something on my own. Um, uh, is an epic action-packed romance set against the ill-fated maiden voyage of the RMS Titanic, the pride and joy of the White Star Line, and at the time the largest moving object ever built. She was the most luxurious liner of her era, the ship of dreams, which ultimately carried over fifteen hundred people to their death in the ice cold waters of the North Atlantic in the early hours of April 15th, 1912. Pretty good summary. Yeah, so this is a very tragic film, to say the least. It holds a lot of weight when you watch it. It's definitely not a cheery film, but I mean, you guys already know that. So yeah, that's basically the overview of the movie. Uh, for me, I watched it the first time. I watched it the first time a few years ago. Not a few years ago. Was it a few months ago? Maybe a year ago. I'll say a year ago. And it was like a cultural awakening. It wasn't a cultural awakening. It was, I felt enlightened. I felt I had never, I think I hadn't watched a real movie until I watched this film. And that's really the only way that I feel I can explain my experience when I first watched it because there was something so not even just unique, but incredibly unseen. Like, my eyes had never seen something like this. The story, the the plot, the characters, the, the, the animation and the green screen technique all is just almost perfect. And the scenery. The production, everything behind it was just so captivating. It was incredible. And if I could watch it over again for the first time, Oh, I wish I could. I really wish I could. But honestly, it still holds up. I watched it, I think, for the first time. Um, I watched it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that. But I watched it. And then I believe I watched it again this, like, right after. Maybe, like, two days after. And there was no difference. I felt so... There was... I was overcome with emotion in a way that I, ne I never have before when I, re when I re watch something. Because I'm a person that rewatches stuff all the time. If it's a really good movie or a really good TV show, I will rewatch it 30 billion times. But there's always 
this feeling you get that's not like when you first watch it this one you really didn't i really didn't get it obviously there's you know the little things of you know being surprised and being what but in terms of the feelings and the emotions i felt when i watched the first time it all came back to me when i watched it again um and then you pick up on new things which is what i love and you really do that with this film especially because there's so many details it's the way it's the way it's perfectly crafted you there's so many things that you miss if you watch it once you can't watch titanic once i don't believe you can do that um yeah so that's something that i really enjoy um about the film so the way the story is told is actually very interesting because the first this is a three-hour movie you guys and i'm sure everyone knows this but this is a three-hour long movie that is long i never <laughs> i never watch i don't like long stuff i i'm a i'm I'm a part of Gen Z. We don't like, we don't have a long attention span. You know, we like a short and fast, YouTube shorts, TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but you know, all those, we like it fast. <laughs> yeah, sure. We like it fast. So <laughs> this movie being three hours long, I'm not gonna lie. When I went into it, I was very, I didn't have high hopes. I was like, I, I'm, I'm gonna lose all sense of being by the first hour of this movie. And what I can tell you is that I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, the way the story is paced is honestly something that I've never seen before. It feels so perfectly paced. And that's one thing that I will say about this. Mm, I won't say yeah, but yeah. But um, it's so perfectly paced to where, because the first hour and maybe uh, hour and a half of the movie, the, 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 the ship hadn't sunk. And this movie is three hours long. So the rest of the movie is literally just the sip oh my gosh, it's literally, it's literally just the ship sinking, nothing else, so it was incredibly, <laughs> it, to keep my entertainment all the way up there before the ship even sank is honestly incredible, and I think that has so much to do with not only the actors, but the way the characters were written, because they were written so well, and they were so, felt so realistic, and again, I don't want to use the word again, but captivating, I, I genuinely have felt a connection between all the characters and I, and I, and I, I felt something whenever I saw Jack on screen, whenever I saw Rose on screen. So building that connection with them and it made the ending result of when the ship went down and everything that happened in between it so much more impactful because we got to spend such a good amount of time with the characters and find out who they were and why they did what they did and how they felt about what they did. So but they still made it interesting. A lot of times people, the setup for an event that happens in a movie will usually be very boring. It's like in books, like when the setup for whatever is boring, it's like, oh, but once you get into it, it gets good. I never really liked that about books or movies. I want to be entertained all the way through. And that's something that this movie provided very well and very shockingly. I will say I was very shocked. I was, I think I was halfway through the movie and I just, I was like, wow, so we have a lot of time left. The first time I watched it. And I was like, we have a lot of time left, but it didn't feel like it. I, I, I felt like there, there was more. There was more that needed to be told, obviously, because it needed to go down. But I wanted more and I was, I was craving more. So that was um, just perfection. <laughs> but also the CGI. I mean, the CGI is something that I, I, when I first watched it, I couldn't believe that it was it came out in 1997 when did it come 19 i gotta reject this actually it came out in the 1990s but let me see uh, okay it came out in the uh 1996 1996 19 oh 1997 sorry i was right okay i was so surprised that it came out in 1997 because again like i said in the beginning this movie has better cgi than these marvel movies are making now and i'm just i was but it was it was, and it was not even just CGI, it was, everything was so detailed and perfectly placed, and everything was there for a reason, every, it's it, it just, and it, and it felt so real, that's something that I can't, because this movie, honestly, if it didn't have as good of a production as it did, it wouldn't have been that great, because this is something, this is a movie that you need it to be as realistic as possible, and you need to feel that that's actually what's happening, that, you're you're not questioning for a second that oh i can see this is fake i can see you want it all to be just your it's like you're experiencing 
experiencing it with them and you can't do that when you're thinking about cgi and that's something that's the problem with this newer movie that's coming out that are doing it and they're not doing it well but this movie you don't feel that at all because it's just so it's again it's just real like i i couldn't and it's such a horrific scene the whole the the second half of the film it's it's utterly horrific and when it feels as real as it did it makes it even more terrifying and just it's hard it's gut-wrenching it's heart-wrenching it's everything which is exactly what they wanted you to feel which makes it even better like i just i can't i'm sorry i really can't but that honestly is just it's what did it like i, I was i was shocked i when i saw i was i was watching it with my mom and i was like i turned to her and i was just like this was made i was like how is this so good and even the sets were so beautiful and again so well crafted it everything was just i was i was in shock when i was watching i'm not gonna lie like when i first watched it it was just shock and i think that's why i was able to watch when i watched it this next two times it was so it felt the same because the first time i was just in shock the whole time i was in complete shock but yeah that was that was a big part of it i'm not gonna lie um the foreshadowing in this movie also like can we talk about that because i just like one of the best foreshadowing I, foreshadowing i've seen it was it was just so perfect everything everything from when rose was about to fall or jump off the the boat the back of the boat to when they were about to fall off the boat and they were it's where they met like it, it just everything was so well everything was this movie was so thought out and i'm and it's and it's so nice to see because i feel like nowadays you really don't see you really don't see that you don't see people actually thinking about things and it being like completely and thoroughly like everything felt thought out in this film which which is so noticeable and that and that's the that's the thing most people don't realize or at least it could just be me but i feel like most people are it's like that for most people where when you watch something and you can tell you can tell when you're like okay yeah they didn't think this through they thought of this on the spot yeah they thought this was gonna you can feel that when you're watching something but you can also feel when something feels thought out it feels planned but in the best way possible where you find out something and you're like oh my gosh that's so they thought about this years back or they thought about this seasons back or or they had this thought in mind since the beginning or when they were writing the script and and it's and it's such a good feeling when you when you when you get that from a, a show or a movie or whatever because the quality you can feel the quality in it and when something's thought out and thought through there's quality with it so it's a very good trait to have in whatever piece or piece of art you're making but yeah like i said before there was an obvious you know i need to find another way for captivating because I keep using it and it's getting on my nerves. It's like my essays that I write. Okay. Um there was <laughs> What are these? There was a no, I don't know that word. Um bewitching. There was a bewitching quality about I really hope that's right. There was a bewitching quality about this film and this essence that completely drew me in. I mean, from the scenery, again, it was so beautiful to to look at. The film was such a beautiful film to look at from every aspect. I mean, in the beginning, obviously, seeing the no, just seeing the boat and the ship and it the, the cleanness and the the, the sharpness, the the details in every, you know, corner, the clothes of what they the clothes of what they were wearing. Um, and then even after when it did start to sink and seeing the boat shift and and seeing the boat snap in half seeing people falling when they're sliding down when the ship's going tilting up sliding down and hitting it's it's horrific it's just completely and utterly disturbing but there's just nothing there's just something so captivating about the whole film the whole three hours of the film you guys how could three hours of a film be so good and that's something you have endgame right that's almost the same and that's one thing that my own game doesn't say i'm not gonna go too deep into it but the whole thing wasn't that captivating to be honest the whole thing wasn't that engaging there were most of it was i think 80 percent of the film was 
But there was a good part of it where they were setting everything up, like I said, which most, which, you know, you do, but it, the setup honestly wasn't that good. And, and there were parts that were good, obviously, but there are many parts that weren't. And, and that's, again, something that, that's usual when you have a really long film like this, but this film just does not have it. Every single, because every single thing was purposeful. Everything they had in this film was for a reason. And it, besides a few things, which I will touch on later, but um, yeah, everything was there for a reason. Everything had a purpose. And you felt that because you felt you, you didn't, there wasn't a moment where you felt, oh, I could look away or I could do this. I could do this because you, and you didn't want to either. It's not even, there's some movies where it's like, oh, you have to get all the clues. So you have to really pay attention and even feel it, it, it was more of, I want to see, I want to pay attention. And then when the movie's over, you're like, oh my gosh, everything made sense. Everything had a reason. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> but even the characters also, they cap, they, Oh, they did. I mean, Jack and Rose, I'm going to go more into it, but they did. I think I, I will say, though, the actors played a great part in making them so enjoyable and so, so heartwarming. The characters had such a had had these qualities about them that just made you so invested and about both of them. And I was very surprised because when Rose first came on, I was <laughs> I really was um, nervous because I didn't usually, this could come off as sexist, um, I, it's really hard for me to let, like, these female leads, because there's always a certain way they portray them, and with her, there was something so endearing, and loving, and I loved, I just loved her, and I was surprised that I loved her, I'm not gonna lie, but, um, because she could have came off as so snooty and annoying, there was something they did that really, brought her back and made her as likable as they did again I think that a lot of that has to do with Kate Winslet and her performance as that character she just not I mean it was to perfection I believe and also very pretty girl very very um <laughs> not that there's anything to do with it but yeah there was just no wasted space in that film and mm, huh there's no wasted space in a particular time frame of the film I'll say that and I think that's something that you rarely see in a movie as long as it was because it was really goddamn long. If I want to watch that movie, I have to plan it a day ahead. Like, you can't just turn on that movie. You have to be like, you have to clear out your schedule because you're going to be sitting there for a damn long time. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the characters a little more. So, I was talking about Rose. Like I said, she had qualities and not really qualities, but she had, um, an essence where she could have came off came off as very unlikable but I think a lot of that again like it had to do with the writing but also Kate Winslet Kate Winslet I can't I'm gonna say Kate because I can't pronounce her last name I don't know why um her performance and she just she was so she was so lovable like I said she was so lovable and one of my favorite things she says um oh so she's like when she's talking to Jack on the boat when they when like after he saves her and they're taking a walk and she's like, you are so annoying. It's so, it's just so cute and adorable. I actually, like, I, I love that. I don't know why. And it's just, it's, it's her, the tone of her voice. She's just like, I can't believe this guy. Like what? But then it's also, you can tell she has this soft spot for him and she's forming that soft spot for him just in the way she said it. And it's just, the way she delivered that was like almost perfect. I, I, I'll say perfect. It was, it was just so cute. Um, so yeah, but she but I love her evolution throughout the film is also something we have to talk. About. I mean, come on. She was, it was too perfect. I mean, Jack, I, I love, it was, it was nice because their love story was so much more than just attraction towards each other. And I think that's what made it such a good love story, which is something you don't really see in any, like in really a lot of love stories now. I mean, he really helped her bring out whatever what whatever was whatever was inside of her and that voice like she said that was coming screaming out and it was just so beautiful to see her because she always knew something was wrong she was never it wasn't like he showed her a new way it was more of he showed her what he she always wanted to see which is something that I like it's 
she was very aware that she didn't like the situation she was in and she wanted more from life she wanted more from herself and he just showed her how to do that but she always knew she wanted it which is something that I really loved the way they did that her going from this person who who and but I what I love about it was she was always a good person she what she didn't turn into a good person because she met him she was always a good person she was just who who the people she was surrounded by and she knew she didn't enjoy the people she was surrounded by which was which was very which is something that's very hard to do which I don't think is um uh talked about enough I guess or not even talked about but just recognized enough where when you're a lot of times surroundings do have a big impact on who you are and the fact that really who she was surrounded by and who who she was around never really had an effect on her true character it definitely blinded her in certain ways like when she first met jack and whatever but she she still had this um this heart heart of gold i guess you could say um that was never you know rusted is that so corny is that so bad i don't know if that's that's really bad or a gem i'm gonna say it's a gem because you know i'm kind of full of myself but yeah so i did really i did really love it and i and obviously we love the whole um jack died so she could live that's cute and all um (laughs) i i of course that's just a it's an iconic theme of of the of the movie but let's also talk about jack because i mean jack is something is someone I mean, first, we just need to say Leonardo DiCaprio absolutely murdered this film. He murdered that character. He, uh, there's absolutely no one that could have played him as well as he did. And like, honestly, hands down to him. Like, I just can't. He annihilated that, annihilated. Jack was, he was someone, I mean, off the bat, you just, you love his self-assurance. You love his, his self-worth. He has this, he has this, um, confidence that's, that's so well needed in today's society and that people need to realize, but also just, just watching it, you, seeing his confidence, even when he's around people that he really shouldn't feel confident around and shouldn't feel, um, assured by, but he, but he's so self-assured and he knows who he is and he knows, and not even he knows where he is, but he has he the way his life is going to a lot of people doesn't seem like you know an ideal way to live of him going you know from place to place and you know not having any stability but for him that's the life he want to live he my gosh that's the life he wants to live so him being so um assured and and confident about the way he lives his life and his lifestyle is it fits perfectly because that's the way he wants to live if you're if you're living, if you're living a life, or it's like, if you're doing something you love to do, or something that that's what you want to do, you're not, nobody's opinion on it is going to change it, because you know that's something you want to do, it's when you're doing something that you're ashamed of, or you're embarrassed of, or whatever, it's so easy for someone to tear, tear that down, because you don't even feel assured that, he's always felt, he's always, that's the life he's wanted to live, and so he's, never let anyone else tell him how to live it which i which i love and and to feel ashamed by the way he lives in i think that's what rose found so attracted about attractive about him was was that mindset he had and was something that she's always longed for she's she's wanted that freedom she's wanted that carefree she's wanted that um or that carefree life and 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 just that assuredness of of and it it doesn't always mean stability, you know, like, oh, I'm, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow. It's not about that. It's about, I know what I'm doing is what I want to do. And, and Rose wasn't in that situation for her whole entire life until she met Jack, which is, again, that's one of the things I do love about their relationship, which I talk about more later. But yeah, Jack just has this attractiveness about him that's so prominent and that has to do a lot of it has to do, I'll say a lot of it, because we all know Leonardo DiCaprio is a fine young man. That's all I'll say. But a lot of it has to do with the way he carried himself in this film and the way his character, I'll say, sorry, his char- the way his character carries himself in this film. And that's something every girl looks for, even if she doesn't admit it, or not even admit it, but just notice, is that they want that confidence. They want that self-assuredness, because 
even if other people tell them, oh, this isn't the way you should live, this isn't the way you should do whatever, you know this is the way you want to. So how can anyone else, you know, say otherwise at that point? Um, and that's very attractive. His joy and his his admirability for life is so beautiful to see. And it, almost, and it really makes you appreciate life. Whenever I watch... Whenever I watch that movie and I, and I, you know, watch him, he makes me, he makes me, um, I have this appreciation for life that I, that I think I, I don't have as much of as before I see the film. And it's, it, because I mean, even his joy, like when he's about to go on the boat and they're running through the crowd, I mean, their joy just feels so, when I tell you their, their happiness and their joy and their excitement, I've never felt something or seen something on TV that felt so real. And that's something that I think I wrote that on my notes. I was like, it's just, it, 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 there's a, there's a connection you have with it where you're, where you're just like, they really feel they're, they're this, they're this eager and they're this excited and just happy. And, and, and then even when, you know, people say, oh, and even when it's, you know, the irony of, um, you know, we're the luckiest people alive and then the ship ends up going down. But for him, that was the luckiest thing because he met the love of his life. He, he met he met the one and that's someone that and that's something that people search for for their entire lives and all he needed to do was get on a boat and even though he died like he said in the end you know i wouldn't trade that for anything i i this was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because she's the best thing that could have happened to him and if she if he didn't get on that boat he, she wouldn't have met him and his life wouldn't have had that meaning that it did and 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 that what's even cooler is you know when in the end she's like he only exists in his memory she he exists somewhere. Luckily, he exists somewhere because of her. He, his existence lives on in her, and that wouldn't have happened again if, if he would have gone on. So I love that, you know, we're the luckiest people alive. And then in the beginning, you're like, oh, how ironic. But then you see in the end, he's like, I, I wouldn't have traded anything for this. This is exactly how I would do it all over again. And it's, it's, ah, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my God, that was. But it's so beautiful. There's just nothing. But yeah. Um, let's get on to Cal. Oh my gosh. I have to talk about him. Yeah, he was a... Uh, I mean, he's an ass. I, there's really nothing else to say. He's a, he's a straight... Like, there's nothing. <laughs> it's so bad. He's just... He continued to, like, disappoint me. And I think disappointment would just amaze me at how awful he was. I was watching, and I was just like, he just... He won't stop. I mean, his... Oh my gosh, you almost look like a gentleman. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna use that to someone. Oh my gosh, you almost look like a girl. But, um, so mean. But it's so funny. But he's so awful. He just never ceases to amaze me at how awful he is. And it's, it's so great. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's a horrible, uh, what was he, her husband, her boyfriend, whatever. Um, just a horrible person overall. But I do love, which I, you know, noticed some people didn't like, you know, how, how did he survive and all these people that should have survived survived and and he lived a long life or whatever but i loved that the way they and the way they took his where they took his character because he he had to sit with himself you know as a death would have been too easy for him he the amount of things he did the amount of things he did to people the way he treated people he deserved to sit with that behavior and sit with the 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 person he was and have to live through that and we saw he killed himself he he was that that misery was so perfect for him and and that's thing some people think oh living a life that that's the ultimate goal and that and that's what i think was jack was whole thing was is that living life isn't isn't you know the gift or that's not the the way out you have to you have to live it to the fullest you have to not waste that and and not even just that, but in, in Cal's case, it's wanting to live. You know, you're living a life that you want to live. He wasn't living a life that you want to live. He was miserable. Because obviously, there you saw the person who does. You, you spend enough time with yourself, you're going to start to hate yourself if you're like him. So that's what I think was so perfect about it is he was miserable for the entirety of the life he lived after the boat sank. So it was honestly a perfect way to to take his character and to end his character, I think personally but um but yeah we have a few i mean you have like the 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 guys you have andrews i mean his when he was watching the boat sink and mm -mm, that's just that was 
his I I personally I when I first watched it I had there was this um sinking good choice of words Layla but sinking feeling that I felt when he was when he found out it was gonna crash and and they were gonna go down because it was there was um that was his life's work that was his it was more than a child that was everything he represented as a person so him going down with the boat felt so so right because like he's not gonna wanna like survive and then have to you know go on and and be and live through this you know his his failure honestly and it's and it's kind of like i said about cow like it's not really about um living you have you're gonna living you have to live with yourself and if you can't live with yourself there's no point in living and and live with the life that you have and why you have the life that you have so he wouldn't and he just wouldn't be able to do it and i like that it's like i'm gonna go down with with me i'm gonna go down with my ship i'm gonna go down with everything that i love everything i've put my whole heart into it's it's failed and that's what i i really did feel for him even though he was you know again a big part of why it sank but you felt for him of his whole just everything he's poured his life into just failing in front just failing in front of his eyes that's so heartbreaking and and really gut-wrenching but yeah let's (laughs) but also let's not forget fabrizio i have to say his name like that it might be annoying but i i can't say his name no more um he was just oh he was so sweet he was he always every time i see him on screen i get happy until the the, his last scene but he just had this joy and this 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 again love for life that like it seemed that everyone who was around jack had um which was amazing to see but i loved his joy i loved his love for life and his death was honestly so terrifying and so i i like i shake every time i see it i start shaking because just the whole pole i don't know what it's called okay i don't I don't know technicalities, but the whole, I'm going to take pole. When it fell, the way you got the perspective of all the people in the ocean and then seeing it about to fall. And then you see it from his perspective of it about to fall. And then they go back to, um, shooting it on him, like seeing like his fear in his eyes. It's just, it's so perfectly shot, but also so horrifying, which is what makes it so perfectly shot. But I was just, I was in, uh, it's horrible horrifying and not to mention i mean one of my favorite not my favorite but something a detail that i picked up when i first maybe second time i watched it that i really appreciated was when tommy dies also someone i love um and he gets shot and then he has to take fabrizio has to take (laughs) why did i say like that has to take his life jacket off him it's oh my gosh i'm sorry i'm going through it right now and he has to take his life jacket off of him it's so petrifying i guess you could say because to have to be in that situation where you literally have you have his blood on your hands and you're trying to take his life off his dead corpse it's it's so it's just incredibly disturbing and the way you can see it in his face like oh my god i can't like i can't believe this is what it has come to and what they have to do to survive what these what the poor people have to do to survive when you have you know the rich people worried about their belongings and the the rest are worried about actually surviving is so it was just horrible it was horrible to see it was horrible to watch um but it was real i mean that's that's the way it was i mean i mean obviously you have the i mean the way that they built the ship so not only half the people would survive very obviously calculated which we know but it's it just shows like you just can't you can't trust these things you can't they're like oh yeah get on board let's fill up the ship but did i say fill up the shit fill up the ship but what if something happens you ain't surviving you you mean build your own thing i mean there were so many great uh uh ways they showed it throughout the film without actually having to say it which again they did a great job of showing not telling in this film um which is obviously what you should do i mean just the, the way they had them locked down there and and you had like you're locking them down they're not even like taking taking them all and just taking all the women you're literally locking them down there 
you can't come out until and knowing because they know that there's not enough and they know once they get out that that they're not they're they're gonna try and revolt because it's wrong like it's just it's 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 i mean so messed up so so messed up um but one thing that i did with the whole women and children first i mean again also it was rich women and children first not poor but even that it's i don't really agree with the whole women and children i do think women and children should be priority but i i think families should be like if you have if there's a family there's a father mother and daughter and son or whatever you're just gonna take the the children and the mother and just rip them away from the father like that's so that's just so stupid and then even back in those days the mother didn't really provide if i'm if i'm correct it was it was really the men that did all the working and did all this so it's like why they what would they be able to do if you leave the if you take out the father and then they have to survive on their own it's like wait what so i just think it's really it was just that's that doesn't make any sense i think it should be families and then maybe women and children, like single women or children, or whatever, and then maybe do um men. But yeah, I was that part was I I was just like oh one I mean a few things I did love was when the boats were going down and started cutting the ropes. I was like, Yes, <laughs> if you're going down, I mean if we're going down, you're all coming with us. Like that's the energy that you need to bring when you're about to die. It's like, nah, no way you're gonna get away with this <laughs> if I'm dying so are you like um yeah but i loved that even when they were like um smashing the gate with the bench that was just i mean come on that was kind of kind of iconic but it was tell me how me dying he was like he was like uh um uh, music to drown by now i know i'm in first class like honestly but that also the music the people playing the music until the boat goes down i actually have you know everyone always says you know they they did it i mean told but they played the music, you know, to calm the, the passengers or whatever. But, I mean, I, I obviously that probably is a reason. But, as we, I mean, if you're about to die on the whole thing about the ship, you're not calming anyone. I think it really had more to do with their, everyone else, a lot of people died on that ship. Most people died on that ship. More than half of them died on that ship. And they were all panicking and going crazy and and just crying and, and, and in this state of fear and and you know fear for their life obviously but then when um but with them they died on that ship but they died doing what they love and i mean obviously if they're that old making music that's something that's their that's their passion that's what they that's what they live for and so to see them go down that like that i feel like that was that was kind of what it was more about was doing something they love till the end you know um and i i would go out that way if i if i could i mean if i if i love music and i know i'm gonna die you know you're not gonna get on a boat you might as well <laughs> do what you love on the way down instead of oh it's just it what i think about it and i just get chills and i get like shakes maybe that's not normal i'm saying like oh i get shaky like that's normal i don't think that's normal i'm gonna need to check in with a doctor but i mean obviously classism was a big theme in this but i mean also the whole idea of money doesn't buy happiness is something that <laughs> sorry it's something that many is that that's very prominent in this you know you see it with rose and and it's just it's not about that it's a it's it's about what makes i mean some people money makes them happy money is what drives them money is their end goal money is everything to them and that's your passion that's fine but it's usually more likely than not not the case and you get to this height and you get to this 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 um supposed goal and you're like wait <laughs> i have money but i i don't this isn't you know i don't know what i'm my passion is. i don't know what what would drive me every day what you know get whatever and and with rose even more different because she inherited this she didn't she inherited this lifestyle she inherited this this world she didn't she didn't she didn't really choose this and to see she has all the money in the world and she's so unhappy she's willing to you know kill herself and you have jack who has absolutely nothing who's who's the happiest and the most fulfilled person most fulfilled teenager you'll ever see i don't i'm guessing he's a teenager you'll ever see so it, it really i loved that theme in this and i loved and i loved the idea that you didn't need to say there was just so much you just saw it in both their characters you saw that unhappiness in her you saw the the happiness in him and 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 
and it's it's surreal but it's also real because you again it's all about what you want and the kind of person you are and the kind of life you want to live it's not this grouped thing that oh money means happiness or money is what you want money is what you want but money's not what i want money is not that's not all that life has to offer for me and that and that is the thing life doesn't money's not all life has to offer you can live a life you know obviously it's not that easy now not gonna lie um <laughs> but again like i i mean i it's I think a common thing people say is um it definitely money definitely makes life easier but it just definitely doesn't bring happiness so um yeah i do i do love that um and then the love i mean come on jack and rose that i will deem that as the best love story ever am i like i can't be alone on this i know i'm not alone on this, this is, i think this is public knowledge but jack and rose are literally the um love story forget Stefan and Layla. I can't talk. Forget Stefan and Elena. It's all about Jack and Rose. I mean, it's just, it's so beautiful. The chemistry's there. The, the story's there. The everything is just, is so, and it's so wonderful to watch it unfold. Is I feel like I was, I feel like, um, was it Murdoch? Who was the guy? That, I can't remember the other people's names. But when he was watching them kiss, you're just smiling. You can't help us. It's just, they're so in love. And they bring out the absolute best in each other and it, it's so it's it's so beautiful it's so beautiful it's just so beautiful <laughs> it's so beautiful yeah but um but yeah jack and rose they were i'm usually not a big fan of of um like main couples and shows uh or movies movies and shows it you it takes a lot for me to for me to enjoy a ship um and really really like what they're giving me and this one, you, you can't help but love it. You can't help but love their want for each other, love their their need for each other, and love the way they count on each other. And and it all happens so fast, yet it doesn't feel that way. It 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 feels like they just instantly connected and everything just came with it. And there's nothing it's like when you find that person, there's there's no other there's no, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. But yeah, they're really cute. I mean, it being Leonardo DiCaprio definitely helps. I mean, come on, you're really hot. But and and it, they the way also again, like I said, the pacing, the way their whole relationship was crafted, and the way it was shown throughout the the movie was just perfect. And you got to see their evolution as characters and as you know people themselves, and also together and the way. I mean, one of my favorites is when um, they're on, they're doing the, you know, I'm flying uh, part at the, at the top of the ship. And then, um, and, but before then she's, she's, you know, making up her mind that she actually does want to go with Jack and she's like, she don't say anything. And then he takes her to the top and it's almost like, it's just him introducing him in him, introducing her to the life she's about to have and the life he's about to show her and what all that life has to bring which i love and it's and again a clear of show not tell i just can't that 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 scene always just makes me cry um it just makes me cry but it makes me makes me very happy i smile every time i see it despite there being very few flaws in this film which is almost unheard of especially i mean in my opinion again this is all opinionated because someone can look at this movie and be like this was awful so you know but in my opinion a very um unflawed film there were a few things i was uh, a little bit about i mean the beginning the opening or not even the opening but the whole thing of them trying to find you know the heart of the ocean and all that i mean it wasn't awful every time i watch it i think i enjoy it a little bit more because again i find little details that i didn't find before oh that rhymes <laughs> but um it is a it's a, it takes a good like 30 minutes out of the movie and something that i especially don't like is it's something that i really didn't like when i first watched it was the way she was telling you know because obviously she's telling it in um a story like she's telling him everything and then we see it um 
it's weird. It's very weird to me the way she's telling them all this stuff. And it's not even just, you know, everything that's happening, but like she's telling them intimate stuff and very personal stuff. It's like these random pe- group of people, these random guys. It's like, I would have enjoyed it a little more. And yeah, I would have enjoyed it a little more if maybe she was talking to, if she was telling the story to just her granddaughter. You know, she like asked about it and like the heart of the ocean maybe like pops up on screen or whatever. And she's like, oh, what's that? She's like, oh, you haven't heard the story. And then she tells her the story to her. I think that would have been a little, you know, um, more placent. But I think her just telling them all this stuff into this random group of people was just so weird. And it really took me out of it. Like when they would have certain scenes and then cut back to them. And I remembered all these people were listening. I was like, this is weird. And it really, it did really take me out of the film. And even though it is supposed to take you out of what's happening, because obviously they're switching back to present day. It took me out of it in a way that I didn't like it, where I was like, I was thinking about, wow, this is weird and this is uncomfortable and not about the beautiful words that Rose was saying and, and her dialogue, which is <laughs> amazing. But, um, so yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't a fan of that. I really wasn't a fan of that whole, th- of that whole bit of them trying to find it. And even in the end, when they had that little scene with her and the granddaughter, the guy and the granddaughter was like. I was like, what's happening? I was just like, why is this necessary? That that's the one thing that I think felt a little unnecessary. And like I said, that took a good thirty minutes from the film. Like that was a good thirty minute chunk of the film. So that could have been like, movie could have been like two hours and forty five minutes. So it's different if it was like a five second thing where you don't really mean much. But you could have cut that 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 stuff down. I mean, I didn't mind them transitioning or them showing like the the ship um, when it was you know sunk and how it looks now. I think that's pretty cool, but. That whole thing with them trying to find it in the heart of the ocean. I, again, when I watched it again, um, I just actually watched it just now, um, for the podcast, I did find a lot of specific details in it that I didn't find the first time or the first few times I watched it. So I definitely do have a newfound appreciation for the, for this, those scenes, but I still think it was a bit unnecessary. Probably maybe the one thing that I think was done wrong. Um, and this film, which is very good, a very good thing um if that's I mean it was just shot incredibly well I cannot get it I could I can't say it enough it was shot incredibly well there's just not there's nothing more you can say about that yeah I do have a lot of notes let me just read through my notes and see if I missed anything um yeah Jack and Rose (laughs) Jack and Rose have entirely too much chemistry it's true they have way more chemistry than they needed to like it was so it was just so beautiful. Like you, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't talk about it. It was just perfect. I mean, when he's first sees her for the first time and he's looking at her, um, and he's not even just looking at her like lust. She's like, he's studying. And I think that just shows their entire relationship. I love that. I love it so much because he's looking at her, but he's studying her. He's studying her body language, how she's, um, and I, I, I believe is obviously not said, but the way I interpreted it was, I feel like he saw everything that she was feeling inside when he was looking at her. Because again, she wasn't just looking at her like, oh, looking at her body or looking at her whatever. He was, he was, he was studying her and he was, he was really taking in every, every bit of her, every, every, every bit of her that there was, which again, just represents her entire relationship of it being so much more than a physical attraction of it being this perfect match of people of two people that 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 have to know each other and have to have to be around each other and have to have to know it's like they couldn't have gone their lives without knowing each other and their lives wouldn't have turned out the way they did without knowing each other and in the best ways possible in the absolute best ways possible so like and I and I think what's so beautiful about it and and what you see her falling in love with him of because of the fact that he's just so open and honest with her and you can tell it's such a breath of fresh air for her and you can tell she's um surprised and astounded by the way he treats her i mean even when she's just like when he's asked are you in love with him he's like what kind of question is that and like he says like it's a basic question should give you should give a basic answer to it and again she's she's taken aback by it by it at first but as she lets him in more and as she 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 lets that 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 way of 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 his life into her life 
she sees that's what she's always wanted. She sees not only just with him, but that's the kind of that's the kind of person, that's the kind of life she she wants to have and the kind of the person she wants to be with as well as be, I feel. I mean, we gotta talk about my favorite scenes, favorite quotes, the scenes that made me cry. Um, I mean the scenes that made me cry were uh, I mean, everything at the end, just like just bawling. But when she's on the door and she's like, Jack, 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 and her voice starts cracking. I'm just, it, it gets me so much, but it's, it's Jack's speech before then that, that, that I completely fall apart in of, of, you know, when he's like, promise me that you'll, you'll take what I've said and you will live your life and you will, you know, do all of this. And, and it's like, promise me you won't let go of that. Promise me you will, you will make it out of here and do that. And I, and you know, everyone always wants to say, she said, I won't let go, but then she lets go of his hand. I'm like, are you kidding me? You did? Oh my gosh. Obviously, um, her saying, I, I won't let go, I won't let go of that promise, which is obviously what we see when we see that she's lived her life. She's had kids. She's wrote, you know, ridden horses, done everything she's always wanted to do. And that's her not letting go of him. That promise was everything that he represented to her. And which is how, you know, she didn't let go of him and, and her living her life the way she did is 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 her way of honoring him because like she said, he only exists in her memory, which again, also another thing that gets me bawling because oh my gosh, how, how, oh, you know, what? I'm gonna leave it at that. Something that I did notice a second time that I didn't the first time I watched it was when when the boat's sinking, the owner of the Titanic, Bruce Ismay, hops on the lifeboat with women and children, and the first officer, Murdoch, is standing there on the boat looking at him in disgust and thinking, what the hell? Like, what are you... And he... And, and, and it goes on, and he does not look at... He cannot look at him. And and then he lowers down, He and he looks up, because he can't look at him in the eye. He can't... He can't, he can't look at himself and he knows once he do, he does that, he's not going to be able to save himself. He's not going to be able to actually make it down. And then when you see, um, later and you see Rose, you know, get on the boat. I mean, I feel like she always knew that Cal was lying when she was like, you know, um, there's one for me and, and Jack. I mean, she knows the time, she knows the type of person Cal is at that, at that, at that point, but it was more about her survival and her wanting to survive for herself and then when she, when unlike the the uh, Ismay, she looks at she looks at Jack and she's looking into his eyes and and she's saying, I can't, I I'm not able to do this. I can't get on this boat knowing that you're there, and I want to be where you are. And it's a little different for Ismay, but it's more of he wouldn't be able to sit with himself if he saw him and he saw his eyes and he looked into his eyes and saw what he was doing. Um, which I, I, I didn't pick up on that. I don't know if that's a thing or if I'm just making that up in my head, but I really loved it. And, and when I, I only noticed it the third time I watched it, but it was something that I, I loved that comparison and I loved that, that different and, and that different way of, of when she did look at him, she, she went back. Cause you can't, you can't, you wouldn't be able to, to live with yourself if you did that. I mean, there's a lot of good quotes in here that, I mean, my, I think my all-time favorite might have to be the, I'd rather be his whore than your wife. Like, I want to say that to someone. <laughs> I almost want to get in a relationship so I can say that to someone because that's just, like, beauty at its finest. Um, I mean, it's also, you're so stupid, Rose. You're so stupid. Do you know that? You're so stupid. Oh, my gosh. It's just so, their whole relationship is just, everything they say to each other is just beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, some of the more horrific, like, for me, at least the most horrific parts were when, you know, the, the ship was sliding and the people were falling and they were falling onto the gates and falling onto the, um, like, because it was, it was sideways. So they were falling onto the, the steps or they were falling onto the, the brakes or whatever. And it was so, I don't want to say, but like absolutely horrifying, but something in that part always makes me laugh and it's, I, it shouldn't be funny. But it just makes me laugh when the he, the guy he's like he's holding everyone's hand he's like praying, and then he's and every the ship's falling everyone's screaming every, you know it's all happening, and he's you know praying and holding the hands of the people, and then he starts to he, he's like on top of this this um this like circle 
And then he starts he starts holding on to like a a, a ledge or whatever. And it's so funny to me because he's just like God is not enough to save me from this. He's just like, I need some insurance. <laughs> every time. I don't know if it's supposed to make you laugh, but it makes me laugh every time I see it. And I just that's just a detail that I always notice and it makes me laugh every single goddamn time. Um and I love it, to be honest. Um Another thing that always, like, perfect scene that always gets me is when the guy's blowing the whistle um, to have the boats come back, and then we see later him with the whistle in his mouth, and he's just frozen dead. I mean, the dead bodies in the ocean? I, I, I couldn't, like, sometimes I had to close my eyes, like, this is, this is too much, the eyes open and everything, it was, it was so... It was just, but it, it, it was, it was, it was real. It was, was, and and that's the best thing they could have done. I mean, the best <laughs> they should have shown it. That was my way of saying that. But and even you know he blows a whistle, and after he blows the whistle, he's um he looks at, and then it comes back, and you know everyone's silent. That silent because you hear when when they first got on the door, Jack and Rose or Rose gets on the door. You know everyone's screaming, they're trying to get the boats back, whatever. And then when we go back to them you know, all the, most of the people have died and it gets like silent and it gets dead. And it's so horrifying because you realizing everyone is just dead. Everyone in that, in that, in that ocean is ev- like all those noises, all those people are just gone. And it's, I, obviously it's awful and horrible and, and disturbing every way possible. But I also love it whenever I see it because I'm like, that is so, such a genius way of of depicting that because it just makes you feel it in every bone and when you hear that silence i think she mentions it too it's it's ah you feel in every bone in your body and it's amazing i i i love that feel i love when a when a film or a show whatever can give me that feeling because it's i mean obviously i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's a true story but a lot of the time people don't know how to (laughs) don't know how how to how to and take something so true and real and recreate it. And he did it. I, I felt like I was watching it. And, I, and that's what I love about how every you're it's like you're seeing every point of it once it impacts that once the iceberg hits or it hits the iceberg. Um, uh, when the water starts going up, when they get on the light, like you're seeing every single like the whole two hours it was it was it was sinking. You saw I think that's what it was like the when it started sinking, it was the time from the movie was the same as how long it ship was sinking. And, and, and it was, and it didn't feel like, oh, it was unnecessary or, or too much detail. It was exactly what you needed to feel everything that the people on board were feeling <laughs> and, and, and have this, this empathy and this, um, this worriness and have this anxiety. You felt every bit of anxiety that the people on sh- on the ship felt. I mean, when it when they realized there's nothing you can do about it, there's nothing they could have done about it. Once they realized it, it hit. I mean, obviously before then, if they hadn't sped up the boat and been dumbasses, they could have you know obviously prevented it from happening. But once it hit, there was nothing they could have done. They were going down in an hour, whether they liked it or not. And and you felt you felt that the that fear, and you felt that 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 worriness and that anxiety and just just the shock of it all because you're going down and there's nothing you can do about it so yeah pretty depressing movie i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm hearing myself talking like it's freaking depressing it is but it's really good it's 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 yeah it's depressing but it's worth the depression and you know what one more thing i do want to bring up the door controversy that has been i think what has a controversy that has carried has been carried throughout the years that has annoyed me ever since I've seen this film is the whole door thing. Oh, Jack could have fit on the door with her. First of all, let me, I'm, I'm mad about this. First of all, we, cle- if you, if you've ever watched the movie, you can clearly see that he tries to get on there with Rose. He literally tries to get on. Cause obviously he wants to survive. Like what is he a dummy? Um, he obviously tries to get on and it tips over and he sees that they, the weight, it's about weight. Has anyone, anyone been to physics class? their weight would not let them both be on it. I'm just so confused at how everyone just 
conveniently miss that part and decides to be like, oh, they both can fit on. Like, you know what? You go try. Go in the cold ocean and go try. Because I, please, like, please try. It, mad every time. But yeah, on that note, <laughs> let's finish up. <laughs> let's get into the segment of worth it or not it. Now, this one may be <laughs> a little more obvious, but you know what? I still, let's do it. Let's do it. It's going to be, let's pretend like we don't know. Um, now, is this movie worth it or not it? It's worth it. It is 100%. Um, <laughs> it is 100% worth it in every way. I mean, this is a three-hour movie, so it has to be worth it if you're going to watch a three-hour movie. And this movie suffices I, I, I will, I will now say it. This is, um, for me, the best movie that I've ever seen and my favorite movie of all time. When I saw it, I was transformed into, um, a new place and I was transformed into a new way of seeing, of looking at TV and movies and especially movies. And I think that's everything that a great film should do and everything that this movie did. Thanks everyone for listening to this. Week. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it with this voice. Thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of Viewers Point. See you next time. I'm out.